Hi guys, this is Jasmine in post-production. So this episode is going to have a little bit of a radio show feel. You'll notice the audio is just a little bit off um, for our guest. I didn't notice it until post-production, but it's going to sound basically just like a radio show. This episode is hilarious, so I'm so excited for you guys to hear it. This is Jasmine with Listen to Your Single Friend. We're going to be talking about the good, the bad, and the lonely. Welcome back to the show. I am so excited because I am bringing you guys another guest this week. want to say welcome to my cousin, Melanie Michelle. Hey, Jazzy. Hey, Jazzy. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is going to be good because we're both Virgos. Yes, yes. Well, oh, my so. gosh. <laughs> so this week, we are talking about friendships and dating. And I wanted Cousin Michelle on this episode because Michelle got a new man. And I needed somebody from the other side of the tracks. I couldn't bring another single person on the show <laughs> and talk about something of this nature. Let's keep the conversation going on Instagram and Facebook at listen to your single friend. Twitter is your single F-R-N-D. Make sure to tune into our accounts on Fridays for Screenshot Fridays because it's lit every week. Michelle, have you seen Screenshot Fridays? I feel like you have. I feel like you've responded before. I follow the show. Like, (laughs) you agree that Screenshot Fridays on the Instagram account is kind of fire, right? It's always some nonsense. Always lit, good conversation. Right, right. Um, As you guys know, Listen to Your Single Friend is a book. So make sure to sign up for the mailing list to get more information on release dates, pre-orders, the whole nine. Go to the website, listentoyoursinglefriend.com. I am uploading these episodes to YouTube every week on the day that the show drops. So please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Even if you listen on another platform, I need y'all to run my subscriptions up, okay? All right, now it's time for trivia. We're going to throw it back to last week's trivia. Michelle, I'm going to make you guess the answer before I reveal the answer. So I'm going to read it back to you, and then you're going to have to, like, go ahead and try to figure out the answer before I reveal it, okay? Okay, I'm ready. Rank the following options. So daters between the ages of 18 to 49 were surveyed, and they said that dating is not a priority for them right now. What was the number one reason they said this? And then rank the remaining options. A, they haven't had luck in the past with dating. B, they just like being single. C, they feel like no one would be interested or D, they have more important priorities right now? I think the answer is um, they just want to be single. Okay. Where do you think the other ones fall? (laughs) And then I think it might be they haven't had much luck in the past. Okay. Um, They have other things going on. Mm -hmm. And they don't think nobody will be interested. Okay. That was all of them, right? Yep. Yep. Okay. Okay. You only got one right, but that's okay. 
<laughs> I stomp people on trivia every week. I feel like episode eight, that trivia, that was the first time that everybody, even my mom was like, finally, I got one right. <laughs> so yeah. Party every time. I'm sorry, y'all. Like, I, I just, if I make that too easy, y'all ain't gonna like it. So the answer is actually the number one reason that they said dating is not a priority is just because they have more important priorities. So D is actually first. The next one is they just like being single. After that, it's they haven't had luck in the past. And then you were right about the last one, feeling like no one would be interested. So these were all wow. reasons that people who were surveyed came up with or whatever but the um number one reason that people gave was just that they have more important priorities which i thought was pretty funny because i like like on the outside i would have thought that it was just they didn't like being single or they had you know they just didn't have luck in the past i feel like that's the main reasons people that i know are just like fuck it i'm just i'm over it (laughs) but i felt like you know they just want to be single because 18, they just want to be single. 18, and then the 49, I feel like these days, men start settling down for real, for real, about 50. And <laughs> Girl, we won't even get into that because I, yeah, know awesome. some, I know some 50-year-old men who are still playing games, okay? Oh, my God. And it's tragic. It's tragic. I just had to tell somebody the other day. She was like, it's just something about men our age. And I was like, girlfriend, it is not just men our age. It's just you. I I said verbatim, you have to stop looking at the age and assuming that that means that a guy is going to be mature or whatever. So, yes. It's all about upbringing. Yeah, exactly. Values and morals. Maturity, the whole nine. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Now, um, before we get into our segment, um, I like to get to know our guest a little bit and play this game called The Hot Seat. This is normally a drinking game we used to play. Um, and basically, all it means is I'm going to put Michelle in the quote unquote hot seat. Um, I'm going to set a timer for 60 seconds. I'm pulling out my phone right now and I'm going to set the timer and I'm basically going to rapid fire questions for Michelle to answer. Um, and these are just going to be random, get to know you questions the whole nine. So Michelle, are you ready? I'm ready. I'm here. I'm ready. Okay. What is your relationship status? In a relationship. Are you a Marvel fan or a DC fan? DC. Boo. <laughs> What's your favorite physical feature of the opposite sex? The shoulders. Do you believe that people should start marrying for money as opposed to love? Yes. Do you think sex workers deserve legal rights? <laughs> yes. What's your love language? Touch. What's the craziest place you've had sex? Uh, oh, oh God! Isn't there a fitting room at a closet store? Um, what is the first thing you're gonna do when the outside opens? Go to a concert or a comedy okay. show. All right. What's your Hogwarts house? My what? You don't even know what Hogwarts is? No, what is that? Girl, now I gotta kick you off the show. You better be glad your time was up. <laughs> Harry Potter, Hogwarts House. I don't watch Harry. I didn't read Harry Potter. I didn't watch the movies. 
I don't understand how we're related. I it's okay. Kick you off the show. <laughs> it's okay. Now, now I have to kick you off the show. <laughs> it's okay, I'm guys. I'm the only one. I I'm going to make sure that she watches and gets the understanding. I'm so glad that was your last Yo, question because I would have had a fit. <laughs> watch it. <laughs> All right. Well, um, get like give us some background on you tell the people like who you are where you from you know the whole night okay well I'm from Flint I am 28 and I graduated with a degree in media arts and entertainment technology and that's the route that I'm trying to be on so Melanie Michelle is the name I use when I produce footage for people's videos and whatnot um I currently I currently run the media department for my local church and I also produce and edit videos for my boyfriend's podcast the good talk show and I currently just look for other work like send me videos send me things you want me to edit so uh that's pretty much it and I'm a student I graduate this year in the spring and um that's about it all right. Tell us about your relationship facts. You know how they talk about like the car facts or the whole facts. I like to ask people their relationship facts. How long have My you currently been with Bay? Like, how long were you single before current day? What was your longest in the singleness that whole nine? Okay, so me and Bay been together for going on a year now. Okay. Hey, time is flying. <laughs> um, and before that, Y'all I got was together for before the about- yeah, right okay. before the Rona. So we got the quarantine together, kind oh, of. <laughs> I was like, oh, God. Like, we both like, wait, what is going on? A lot of stuff has been tried in the quarantine. And then I was single for about six months before we got together. Mm-hmm. Even though it felt like a year. That's a whole nother thing. You know, when the relationship is ending... Mm-hmm. And you feel like you've been ended, but we still claiming each other. Yeah, so it was one of the O's. Okay. Um, I would say I had about three serious relationships. Everybody, you know, if I dated you for like less than six months, me that don't count. Uh, you know, if I went on some date with you, that yeah. don't count either. <laughs> I don't know if who that is. It's only been a couple months. It's not that deep. <laughs> yeah, like I, don't, I don't even know who that is. <laughs> How, what was your longest out of the three relationships? Uh, the one that I got out before this one, it was about five, almost six years. Oh my gosh, that's long. That was long for it to end the way you did. And oh. What was your longest stint of being single? Uh, a year and a half. And it was fun too. <laughs> She's it, was. it was fun. It was cool. I thought I got a lot of work done. You know, like you got clarity in your life, child. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you really just kind of you just have more time for you. And like I was uh, celebrating everything for that whole year and a half. Now, with your current bay, um, were you looking for a relationship when you guys connected, or did it just kind of happen upon you? Nope, nope. Actually, because the last relationship was so toxic when it ended and everything. I was in this whole like praying, prayer, uh, weekly, whatever, you know, to get your mind right mm. and just chilling out and mm. saying to myself, I ain't even looking no more. Mm. <laughs> I was almost, I was just close to saying I'm back to the street. Oh, no. um, <laughs> <laughs> I was, 
straight chilling. Like I was just straight chilling. Um, I was talking to uh, people. Then I start. I didn't start talking to people right away. I actually mm-hmm. didn't want to talk to nobody for like the first three months. Mm-hmm. Like I was talking to. Then I started talking to some people, whatever. And then me and him actually used to date prior. He's the, he's one of the ones that I wouldn't claim because it didn't last longer than six months. Huh? I didn't expect that one. <laughs> yeah, it was just like if he was playing, like I, I I walked out on him because he wasn't ready. I was just like, I feel like I'm more serious than you. And so I can't keep playing myself. I got to go. And, and now he came back. And yeah, because I had every intention of never speaking to him again. He'd tell you he slid in DMs. He popped him up, popped up on me at my job. And I oh my like, God. How you doing? Have a nice day. <laughs> and here we are a year later. And that's May. See, I have said on the dating tip of the week, what, two episodes ago, sometimes second chances are okay. Now, I don't like to get second chances, but I just want everybody listening. I didn't think I would neither. Yes, this is an example. Sometimes it's okay. It, it right. is because I really thought I wasn't going to give him a second chance either. But I really just, I don't know, he, how he came back was he slid in the DMs again. Mm-hmm. But this time I didn't feel, I didn't feel it to just ignore him like I always did. This time something told me, go ahead and respond. So he said, hey, and I was just like, hi. <laughs> and then that was that. Y'all don't listen to me. Well, listen to me, but oh, listen to her. <laughs> listen to me, but sometimes a second chance is okay. I'm happy. I'm happy to have a relationship person on the show. Like I'm excited about this. <laughs> Last time it was me and JT, and we were just going in. So I'm excited about a relationship person, like somebody from the other side of the tracks. So we're gonna get a little bit of a different <laughs> perspective this time. Yeah. Um, now that y'all have gotten a little bit of a chance to get to know Michelle, let's get into the show. All right, guys, it is time for the quote of the day. I am always going to start you guys off with some good vibes and good energy. So this week's quote of the day is seek respect, not attention. It lasts longer. And the reason why I like this is because I feel like sometimes I talked about this in episode one about settling is self-care sometimes we got an itch that we need scratched and like I said in that episode it is what it is we're not judging but you can't have too many of those moments because you know men will give you the attention that which you seek okay they have no problem doing that whether it's sexually whether it's romantically they'll give you the attention that you seek are they going to meet your expectations not necessarily but they might give you the attention that you seek so I like that this was about seeking respect because seeking a man that respects you and that respects your boundaries which we're about to get into in a second and that you know that basically respects what you expect of him and you guys are compromising and you're working towards a common good like I feel like that just lasts longer a man that respects you at the end of the day I feel like all my exes that there was mutual respect I don't have beef with them I don't believe in being friends with exes either but (laughs) it's not beef you know what I mean because there was a mutual respect so that is your quote of the day all right now it's time for goals and goofies 
So if you're uh, just joining us, essentially what Goes and Goofies is, is basically the pop culture segment or where um, I found something on the internet, something crazy that went viral that I want to address. Michelle, you may have seen this. Um, I posted it to my personal Facebook two days ago, and within like an hour, it had 50 comments. <laughs> and so like, I didn't really want to get into my thoughts on it. I, I put my general thoughts, but I didn't want to really get into my thoughts on it until I got to the show this week. So I'm gonna read it. And then Michelle, we just gonna talk about it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. So this was um, something that was posted on Facebook. So it came from a um, I guess this was a talk show, radio show. Um, and so it says, and so it was a listener letter, basically. It says, I've been with my boyfriend two years. We've been talking marriage for about the last five months. I told my boyfriend, no matter what, do not propose to me on Christmas, New Year, or Valentine's Day. It's so expected and not epic at all. I also told him that if he did, I would say no. And I didn't care who was around. Well, what did he do on Christmas Day in front of all his family? Yup, he proposed. And I said, no, the ring was beautiful, but I was not kidding when I told him that I would say no if he proposed to me on a holiday. Now he's mad at me and his family thinks I'm a spoiled bee, spoiled bitch. Um, I guess they all hate me now. And he said he's not too sure if he'll ask again for fear of embar embarrassment. Who's right, who's wrong? I just don't see where I messed up and I can see where he did Christmas proposal. <laughs> Michelle, you want to start or you want me to start? You, you're the guest. She ungrateful. <laughs> the way. Already, she ungrateful. Super I'm excited. Ungrateful. I'm excited because I, I I don't agree at all. I wish you to say why you think she ungrateful. Because if a man wants to marry you and, you know, serious about it, he didn't bust the ring. He did it in front of your people. I mean, yes, that's what she said, and I agree you shouldn't have did it, but even if I said that, like, like for me, if I told him don't do it, but once I see the ring, and I know I love him, and he loves me, and he's serious, I'm not going to say no just to prove my point. I, I, I would have said yes, yes, thank you, yes, you know, kiss, kiss for getting here. <laughs> You're not going to ask her again. <laughs> Like, I don't know too many men that propose to the same woman twice. I've heard of men propose a second time, but it was because the first time they didn't do what they're supposed to do the first time. But I don't know too well, many men who proposed different. after the second time. Yeah, I have heard stories well, that's about different. If he messed up, then yeah, you gotta, if I took you back, you gotta do this again. Yeah. It's like you started from scratch. He messed up as in like, he, um, like the, the story that I was told, like he just wasn't ready at that point. She didn't feel like he was ready. It was almost like he was trying to rush into marriage and she's just kind of like, oh, oh well, that's, that, that too. But so he had to propose a second situation, time. This situation, I want to propose her a second time. Michelle, yeah. Michelle, she told him this. Is, so this is goes and this is actually the only part. Normally I'll do a go and a goofy, but this is going to be goes and goofies. I just feel like she said what the fuck she said. But the thing, I'm so glad that you don't agree with me because that's why there were so many people commenting on this post on Facebook the other day because it was so polarizing. Like half the people were like, well, he proposed to her. That should matter. But it's like, she explicitly told him 
explicitly said, don't propose to me on Christmas. Now, as a wedding planner, I obviously I love engagement season, but I do often say like I I don't care for proposals on major holidays because it's like mm-hmm. especially Christmas and Thanksgiving like I, and that's the thing I get why people do it because the family's all around you know what I mean and so it's hard yeah. to if you want a public proposal it's hard to pick a random day in March and get the family all to fly in or all to get together so I get why they do it. But I don't know if if family being around was even a parameter for her. So it's just like she explicitly told him not to do it. So to me, I'm thinking like of all the scenarios that could come up where I explicitly said, I don't want something and you go do it anyway. Like you about to go to McDonald's and I say, okay, give me anything but nuggets. And you come back with some fucking nuggets. I'm going to be mad. (laughs) I'm going to be mad because I I said, it's 362 other days that he could have proposed 362 and he said say it though huh how did she say it though well it's, that is a very like, good point and i was like boy don't be proposing me on christmas and valentine's day you know and he probably like girl she just saying that maybe exactly. he's thinking like loki you want me to propose to you you know i don't know her but I feel like even if I wanted to stand on my word, because as a Virgo, I do like to say what I said. Period. Oh, <laughs> so I, it's what he's like, did just knowing, oh my God, he's serious. The whole family smiling and I do love him. I was like, yes. Ugh. See, this is, okay. So let's, let's break it down into scenarios. Let's break Don't it down into two scenarios. scenarios. Let's say she, because someone brought this up on the post and I thought it was a really, really good introspective comment. We don't know the context of how she addressed it. So let's say, let's take the toll that she said she, they had sit down, it was clear that they had been having conversations about marriage. So let's say that she had a sit down serious conversation about him and said, look, I'm not interested in getting married on a holiday. I think it's very tacky. Um, I seriously, I just feel like it's it's a lack of effort. I know why she said that. You know, I feel like it's a lack of effort. I feel like there's no thought put behind it. I feel like I'm sharing this day with, with everybody else. You know what I mean? Like what if she explicitly it. sat down and seriously told him this? Do you still feel like no, that's then I okay? Agree with you. Did it anyway? Then it was that, yeah, then I agree with you. Um. I honestly, I just am I being a cupcake because I feel like I you are, agree. but that's why I was so happy. Yeah, like, I feel like, like I'm being a, a relationship person because I just feel like even if I told this nigga to not, and then he still did it, I'm gonna take my ring because I know chances are this he is not proposing to me again. But that's my thing. I feel like we shouldn't be so like. I do feel like women especially we have this thing about marriage and proposals and I feel like a lot of the people's comments was like she should just be happy someone proposed to her and no, I'm like I don't feel like what that. if he proposed to her with a ring pop you know what I mean it's like right, I hate no, this whole no. a lot of the people were going in on the original post not specifically on my comments but on the original post you should just be happy a man wanted to be and I'm like excuse the fuck out of me exactly. <laughs> like uh-uh. I don't like this whole happy to be here I idea that people have about relationships and marriage my whole thing is I I do see your point 
you know what I mean? Like she she is trying to. Well, let let let's go back to the other side of the spectrum then. Let's just say she said it just casually, like I said about bring me everything but nuggets. You know what I mean? Like oh, you better not bring me. You know, like say it said it jokingly. Right. You know what I mean? Like it, it wasn't a sit down serious conversation. Like, do you still think that it's okay that he's just three hundred and sixty two yeah. other days? Yep. <laughs> you think it's cool because she was I she think- was too casual. Yeah, if it was casual like that, he might have been like, you know, <laughs> like, girl, stop playing, you know. But I, but I really feel like overall, I feel like the point. Cause I definitely do not feel like she should just be hacking somebody want to marry her. That's yeah. definitely no. Yeah. But that's because y'all been talking about it, so you know he wants to marry you. You want to mm-hmm. marry him. Y'all see this, whatever. Um, whenever he pops the question, I think uh he thought he was. I feel like, and I do feel like sometimes women start feeling more ready before men do you know yeah. in cases so when that man finally gets to being ready yeah I do feel like once he do it he's serious so let's go and it, and it shouldn't feel like a just take it because you wanted this too yeah it's 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 now, he wasn't ready he got ready before you and then he just proposed and yes I know even if he might not do it again because we didn't talk about this. I wasn't ready. Yeah. Or, you know, and I don't want to give you the false hope. Yeah. My thing about it is I told everybody, take the fact, because I'm going, the way that she wrote the message, I am going off the assumption that it was the former and that she told his ass seriously, <laughs> like, don't propose on right. Christmas. I'm going with the former. And going with the former, my thing is take the, because everybody keeps focusing on the proposal thing. And I'm like, that's why I brought up the McDonald's example. Take the proposal and the wedding thing out of it. Because I feel like that muddles people's minds. Well, it's marriage. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that muddles people's minds. Take that part out of it. If your partner tells you, I don't like being tickled, and you tickle your partner anyway, it's a boundary issue. So that was my whole point and why it caused such a catastrophe. My whole thing is, it's a boundary issue. And I feel like we're so used to people, especially women, not upholding their boundaries. And like somebody also made a good point. And you kind of alluded to this earlier, depending on how she said it, he was just like, girl, you just, you don't know what you, you know what I mean? I feel like men do that a lot, even when a woman is serious, kind of like, girl, you don't know you talking about you know what I mean like you you gonna see when you get this Christmas proposal you think you don't want it you know what I mean like I just think yeah. it's a boundary thing so I I have to give respect to her she definitely gets goals and he gets goofies this week because I was like at the end of the day because somebody else pointed this out why not just propose on Christmas Eve <laughs> that's true too he definitely like he could have done it the day before <laughs> and then technically <laughs> and the family probably could have been together on Christmas Eve too. Technically, I do Christmas. That is, that is a good point. And I just want to bring this up too about her letter. Can we take into consideration that because now she's uh, basically single now and <laughs> don't have a man, could you be over exaggerating this letter because you want us to feel you and not laugh at you because you thought <laughs> see. I think they're still together though. Let me reread the end again. Cause I, I, I think that they are still together. She said, they all hate me and he's not too sure if he'll ask again for fear of embarrassment. That's what she said. They're together. Stop. That do sound like they're That's together. That's not like they're still together. don't like you. But to and your earlier point, little... to your earlier point, he's, I mean, he, she said that. I, he said that he's not too sure if he'll ask again. And you alluded to that. 
men i have heard of men asking a second time but because this scenario is so i i don't know if they're still together and he don't know if he's gonna do it again and marriage is what she wants about a year later she's gonna be probably ready to break up because now she's in a relationship that's not leading to where she wanted to go i don't even think it's that i think that in about six months and now I'm about to go on the scent mode. I think in about six months, she's going to realize how fucking stupid this is. Because if your goal is marriage, like, fuck the proposal at this point. You know what I mean? Like, whatever, let's yeah, just get married. The problem is she she's going to be resentful, though. And so, you know, going back to the whole wedding industry, people love Instagram, social media, big show of an engagement. And so that was a lot of people's issue is you so concerned, you know how they say like people more concerned about the wedding day than they're concerned about the actual marriage. You know what I mean? So I do think in the bigger scheme of things, she is just not going to get the proposal that she wants. She's not going to get anything near what she thought she wanted. It's going to be quiet, you know, at home (laughs) watching TV or over a nice, you know, quiet dinner, you know what I mean? And, and he's not, his heart's not going to be as in it because like he said, he's, I'm, I have cringe about this because him proposing a second time, we will have to have a serious conversation. Like say no again, if you want to, (laughs) like the fact that he didn't leave her, I think is good. But then here's another element the see but then this goes back to me being frustrated with him and feeling like he on some goofy shit because my whole thing is like I feel like he almost (laughs) set her up because somebody else was like what if he proposed on Christmas on purpose knowing her work because now his family hates her and and they have a right to be but I don't think that's fair because they don't know the inside of the conversation so of course on the outside they're seeing this as Bitch, why aren't you going to take this ring? You know what I mean? Y'all have been together for two years. So I, I think that's a little bit unfair because now it comes off manipulative to me. You know what I mean? Like, because right. the family only sees what they see and they may not know the background of the conversation and to them, they may minimize it. But like I said, that's the biggest thing here. We don't know the context of which this came about. We don't know if she was very serious about this. And I'm going to assume that she was because she put in all caps, do not propose to me on Christmas. <laughs> but I, I'm going to assume that she was. But I'm going to assume that she was too, but I also feel like she might just been a little funny. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like they're still together. It does. That it one line makes still think they're still together. But how does she want to recover from this? Let, let's say he does propose again. How's she going to recover with? I mean... They don't even like Melody and Derwin from the game. <laughs> when Derwin proposed to Melanie and she said yes in front of everybody, but then she told him later, I don't really want to do this yet. And then all this time went by and then she talked about some, you know what? I think we should get married. And he's like, didn't I the action? And you said no. And she started mm-hmm. saying that after she noticed he getting too friendly with another female. Mm-hmm now you want to get married so yeah it's 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 a slippery slope after someone says no but my issue is he knew yeah he did not jokingly he knew that she said this but he should know he should have known her enough to know that when she says stuff like that or whatever she's serious i'm sure this ain't the first time she said go get me some nuggets and he didn't come back with nuggets and she went off 
So he should have known her enough to know don't try me like that. But then that goes to the earlier point. Did he do this on purpose? Because <laughs> he knew she was going to say. <laughs> he definitely could have did it on purpose. <laughs> Y'all, that is, this is both goals and goofies. Regardless of which side of the spectrum you on, this is, this is goals and goofies for the week. All right, guys, it's time to get into our main segment. So on this episode, um, I really wanted to talk about friendships and dating. It really bothers me as a single woman how people men or women friends get into relationships and they just abandon them one of my um homies posted this on facebook like why do people act different when they get in a relationship and then i was on a message board and they had the same exact topic and this is something that you know as we get through this segment it has affected me on multiple levels um and i just feel like when my friends get in relationships, like, I want my homegirls, especially women, like, I want y'all to be happy. Like, I say this a lot. All I want for my friends is for y'all to have great sex and the love that you deserve. That's it. That's all that I want. So when you get in that, I'm like, yes, you deserve the world, Miss Mamas, you know? But then it's like, damn, I ain't heard from this bitch in two months. <laughs> So that is kind of what I wanted to talk about this week. Michelle, as a woman in a relationship, do you feel that women in relationships, well, how do you feel about the whole friendship and dating thing? And like, just in general? I generally feel that if you are in a relationship and you basically went underwater with everybody else in the world, with your friends and family, I honestly feel like something ain't right with that relationship mm. and I feel like the the more mature you get in your dating and your dating experience um you won't do that to be honest uh <laughs> because okay. in my own experience I definitely ghosted my friends and we wasn't that tight when I got into some other relationships and when I think back on it there was reasons why like okay. the dude, yeah the dude would feel like you hanging with them you know, like, can we chill? Or he kind of make statements along the lines of, I'm not giving you enough attention. Or, um, you know, it just, it just makes you feel weird for one to hang with your friends. And I feel like if a dude will make you feel weird about it, what may right? That is a great perspective. You know what? We just came in and ripped the band-aid off right from the beginning. <laughs> and I am so happy that I did this episode with you because that's a perspective I wouldn't have even, it, that wasn't on my list of talking points at all about how it's the reflection of what's going on in the relationship itself. Because so the relationship I'm like, in now, he, mm-hmm. like if I, if one of my friends, you know, during the pandemic is nothing, nothing's open. <laughs> right. But, <laughs> But before, you know, when it was open, when my homegirl's like, let's go get a drink. And I just tell him, like, oh, I'm about to go get a drink with, you know, my homegirl. He's like, all right. You know, it, it's ne- it never made me feel, like, weird about it. And mm-hmm. then now, during the pandemic, like, she's like, let's chill. Okay. He's like, sir, come on over here. We'll all, you know, chill and play. I, like, he wants to be in. Go to my sister's house, family. Nice. He wants to be involved. And I, and I feel like when a dude kind of don't want to go with you or mm-hmm. no nah, it's cool y'all go ahead not saying you got to come all the time because I definitely I'm not that girl that always bring her dude with her oh, but yeah. when the dude is always saying he don't want to come or don't want to be around 
sometimes I feel like there's something he's hiding. He don't want people to question him because you know your family and friends. What you do? Where you work at? We can peep everything, yeah. and we, and I'm the cousin. Like I Facetime with Michelle's boyfriend. I get to do everything I normally do, but I Facetime with Michelle's boyfriend on Christmas, and I'm like, who this man? And my exes <laughs> wouldn't even have done that. To be honest with you, my exes probably wouldn't even have came with me, nor would they. They probably would just say hi from a distance, not yeah. oh I hold the phone and talk to her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, he said there. Something about that. Something about that. About it, you know. When you That's definitely completely ghosting your friends. Yeah see and that's complicated because then it's like so as the single friend and as the friend in the situation like how do how am I supposed to know if you just in a forever because we all know the honeymoon stage is 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 short it's usually only the first two to three months so how am I supposed to know if you're just in a honeymoon stages or if hmm something in the milk ain't clean you know what I mean like you said like in prior relationships the guy is like you know, basically monopolizing all of your time in a way that's not like abusive, you know what I mean? But, but, right, right. but still kind of like separating you from your people and, and, and making himself the only priority. Like as a single friend, sh- what are we supposed to do in this situation? Say that because a lot of times, you know, your single friend definitely sees stuff that you don't see. That's why the title of this podcast is Everything. Yes. I listen to my, the older you get, the more mature you get in your dating, listen to your single friends because they see what you don't see. Your eyes is googly, you know. You like, <laughs> I just love him. I just want to be over his house. I just want to, and they like, why are you so distant? When they, because I have been asked that, like, when I do come around, oh, you gonna hang with us today, or uh, mm. like, oh, you coming? You know, and that's basically called for. We ain't seen you. Where mm-hmm. you been? And um, to me, that's a red flag. Okay. Okay. So and you need to speak with your day one for sure. Like your friends was there before him. So I want to get into that because <laughs> as I was doing some research on this topic, somebody was like, well, honestly, these people really didn't fuck with you in the first place. And now that they got a partner, this is just the excuse that they're using to like put distance in a relationship. Have you ever like had, cause you make the point about day ones versus, cause there's levels to friendship. So your day mm-hmm. ones, of course, you're going to make sure to stay in touch with. But if there's some people you cool with, but it's like, uh, I don't really know. Like somebody you work with and y'all kind of cool or just somebody you just met but y'all cool and then you got into a relationship and now they like where you been no I don't feel bad about (laughs) (laughs) so you so you do agree some women will use the relationship as an excuse not necessarily because they're in a relationship because but because that friendship was like I mean I really fuck with you like that anyway (laughs) (laughs) and then you get to say stuff like I'm going with my boyfriend to the you know whatever whatever just to not have to go and you be lying <laughs> and you be lying or it might be the truth <laughs> but you know you could have picked because he probably was just like no nah, baby go with her and you're like no nah, i'm coming with you and you'd be like no nah, <laughs> I, I actually didn't want to go like right and he's like oh okay yeah. all right single friend so sometimes they be lying <laughs> they just don't want to hang out with us like <laughs> <laughs> but i'm glad you 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 use the word because I actually use that word too about it it really is you're ghosting your friends that really is what it is and so you said that you have ghosted friends before yep in my first like my first serious relationship I ghosted all my friends what happened um, 
like, well, I think for me, it was a personal thing. Like, I wasn't that girl that had all the boyfriends in high school, whatever. This boyfriend was fresh out of high school. So he was my first real boyfriend. Mm. He really liked me like that. So I just was all just excited, basically, mm-hmm. to have a boyfriend okay. and be all up under him and stuff like that. So I really honestly did not ghost him on purpose. But, you know, I just, I was definitely lying saying I had to do whatever when I was hanging with him Aww. or but in that and in that case it wasn't like I was like because I didn't want to I just was excited you know yeah. so it goes to demo accident so then the next time when I'm moving forward I was just like well my friends ghost me back I get it you know whatever mm-hmm. but then the older I got I started to realize I think it's, it's 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 a choice and it's a maturity thing because um you definitely don't want to lose good friends over time. Because right. honestly, and, cousins, and if he's a good dude, <laughs> these men are fickle. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and who you going to run to friends to when it, if it go less? they the ones that you're going to be on the phone with. Because yeah. then you, know, you have your list of friends. You got the first one. And then you know she's going to get tired of hearing your stories. So you got to call the <laughs> next one. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> I'm not the only one who spreads out my stories amongst friends so they don't get irritated. (laughs) I will absolutely spread my stories out just so people don't get pissed off. Like I do that too. So you need your friends. And if he a good dude, he's not going to make you feel like you got to, you know, separate yourself from That's so good to hear the parallels, though, of your prior relationship versus your current relationship where, you know, prior relationship, he's all why aren't you with me and then current relationship is like i'm gonna come (laughs) you know like that's it's good and i think you make a good point it is a maturity thing like for me i i am very very sensitive about this because when i was in high school like you said like i was kind of a late bloomer too so like my first boyfriend i was well technically not really late bloomer but you know like we had boyfriends we weren't supposed to be having boyfriends but so my first relationship was when i was 16 um but I still made time like for my friends because by that point I had gotten ghosted by friends and relatives you know what I mean that it's like wait but we used to hang out all the time and it's like now I don't see you at all anymore and as a teenager it really hurt me because I'm like I thought I thought you fuck with me you know what I mean I thought you was my people like and I get that you got a man but like I thought you was supposed to be my people too so by the time I got into that relationship at 16 like I was very intentional about I am going out with my girlfriends, you know what I mean? Or I'm spending time with my dude. Like I was very, I, I've always been a little bit mature for my age, but it, because it had already happened by the time I turned 16 and I was already frustrated with it, it, it never had been a thing for me. But then like my next relationship, I was absolutely in love. This was right before I went to college. Like I was in love. I was over that man's house all the damn time. But his cousin or his play cousin was my best friend at the time so we would be over there together so it actually worked out in my favor that time because all of my close friends were either friends of his or semi kind of sort of hood related to him you know what I mean so everybody got along everybody just got along so we would go she would come get me and then we'd go over to my man's house or I would come get her or I'd already be over there and she'd pull up because that's her people you know what I mean so like it worked out so I've been kind of lucky um with the men that I at least at that point because 
that guy I was definitely so I definitely relate to you know when you're just excited like I was I was so in love with this guy and I was just up under him constantly like I would literally go home I would go shower at home go pack her back and come back and then like do the same thing over and over and over again but my people were already there so I didn't have to ghost my friends um my other friends like I I did not it was it was right before we went to college so it was really I I don't feel like I ghosted them and maybe they <laughs> they, they might text me after this episode and say yes bitch you ghosted us that summer but <laughs> I don't feel like I did ghost them um but I've definitely been the ghosted friend and that has just always been so frustrating to me and you know the biggest thing that's frustrating to me Michelle is when your relationship friends is mad at her man or they're going through their 16th breakup now your ass want to be back yeah yeah that's irritating I have one of those friends now <laughs> shout out to her <laughs> like back then didn't want me <laughs> like right <laughs> why, why you want to talk to me now like that shit pisses me off because it's like I feel like some women let, let's just get into it I feel like women specifically and I know men do this too but women specifically sometimes look at friendships as stand-ins for future partners or for boyfriends like a friendship is not a stand-in for a romantic relationship these are different types of relationships but I feel like some women and unfortunately you know our situations were when we were younger but unfortunately even as you get older some women still they find their source of validation in relationships and romantic relationships so as soon as they get a man it's like girl this is my priority I got a man now you know what I mean and it's like but we're and to friends. Statements that should be only made when you get married, anyway. But even then, I feel even like, then though. But I'm definitely not saying that as just a girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. But even then, it's like I understand as the single friend that your priorities are going to change. I understand, like, like I have one of my homegirls. Me and her Facetime like several days a week. Like we talk at least every other day and so like we both are actively dating but we keep joking like I was dating a guy and she was like if you get a boyfriend I'm just I bet not stop hearing from you you know what I mean and I was like girl you bet not you know you better stop not right. be answering my FaceTimes or whatever like you know I know that her being in a relationship it it will impact the level in which you know what I mean we we kind of lean on each other not lean on each other in an unhealthy way but I know that she's available and she knows that I'm available because we're both dating so like there's no one man actively taking up all of our day when there is right. one man it's going to be a little bit different and so as a single friend I I accept and I acknowledge that the priorities are going to change Mary definitely but it starts when they start dating that person seriously i know i understand that your priorities yeah. are going to change and i feel like as a friend we should understand that yeah yeah because like and you said it's a different type of relationship exactly and especially the honeymoon stages like i'm gonna give you the first two to three months to be up under right. that man i'm gonna give you the first 90 days be up under him but after that i'm like all right bitch so we're gonna brunch or what you know what i mean right <laughs> right <laughs> like I'm gonna give you the first couple buts but after that it's like don't don't act brand new don't forget where you came from you know what I mean right. like I just but I do think that you know as a single person I do acknowledge and, and I think that 
and correct me if I'm wrong, but I just feel like sometimes women relationships feel like we don't understand that factor. Like, I feel like a lot of times it's like, you don't get it. Like, I feel like it's, it's kind of been said to me and not so many words, kind of like, you don't get it because you're single, but I want to, you know, I want to spend time with him. Like, bitch, I get it. <laughs> like, right, I, get that right. you, I get that he's a priority now. All that I'm asking you to do is, I have worded it to somebody like this, like, he is a priority, but he shouldn't be the priority. Does that make sense? Right. Like, I get that he is your number one priority now, but I am, I should still be a priority to you. You know what I mean? Whereas I feel like some women who are guilty of ghosting their friends, it's like, you're not a priority at all anymore. Yeah, they just took you all the way off the list. Exactly. <laughs> because <laughs> exactly. I know I did I took them right off the list and then when this nigga got busy or had to go to work you know overtime or something and I was yes. bored and then I was like girl what you doing and it's so frustrating because I feel like it's so like you know look at retrospect in retrospect it's like oh my god you know what I mean I was all up under this dude but it's like I was hanging out with someone last year. We were developing a friendship and I was like, oh, do you want to do X, Y, and Z on Friday? And she was like, oh, let me see if my boyfriend's working or not. And so I kind of got irritated. And let me tell you why. You should have just did it, not said it. (laughs) You said what? I said she should have just did it, not said it. Like she should have said, let me make sure I'm not busy or make sure, you know, she should have lied. From the single person perspective, my frustration was, I am asking you plans a week in advance. You don't actively have plans with your boyfriend on Friday. You don't actively have plans that you know of. Right. So why do you have to see if he's not working or not? It's not that you don't- You see one of those. You see him multiple times. If he's not busy, then I hang with you. So she was going to go that route. That was, you don't tell the person that. She should have told you that because then I would have been, we ain't cool no more. Why are you going to make me feel like, so even if she was going to do that, she should just like and say, um, yeah. you know, I think I got to whatever. And then if that, you know, and then if you do out of work, then she should have told you, we can go. But I just feel like that whole sentiment, and I don't know, maybe, you know, when I get in a relationship, I'll revisit this episode. Like, there's certain episodes I'm going to revisit with my relationship hat on, but I just feel like, if you ask me to do something on Friday and my man has not made plans, and t- today is Monday, right? Yeah, and today is Monday. You know what I mean? And my man has not made plans for me on Friday. I'm be like, I'm hanging out with my cousin on Friday. Yeah, like me, that's me Me now. Like I said, in this relationship, like he would not care. If you said, let's do this Friday and we ain't doing it on Friday, I'd be like, all right, yeah, that's fun. And yeah. then when I see him later or whatever, then I'm gonna be like, oh, me and um, Jesse going to the, you know, and he's like, oh, okay, that's what's up. Yeah. But now if she was the girl that was trying to ghost her friends, yeah. to be polite, she should have lied to you. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. I'm so glad you're honest, though. <laughs> so you basically said I would have did the same shit, but I'm not going to tell her that I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah. Maybe yep. my thoughts will change when I'm on the other sides of the track. But my whole thing is if he, like, I... Because that's the thing. I feel like at that point in a relationship, y'all are seeing each other multiple days in a week. So it's just like, 
And again, if I'm asking you well over a week in advance, why not just confirm plans with me now? Like, why is it that you're waiting to see if he's working or not? You don't have any active plans. That's I, I those, to me, that's those in those shady relationships where I said something ain't right yeah. because I've definitely been in those. Something is not, don't be right. Now, and yeah. Let's, let's move to the other perspective though. Cause I don't feel like you gave me something to think about with that. Cause I didn't think about the fact that it might be something in a relationship. What I tend to see though, is that it's more so a codependency thing. And I feel like a lot of people are codependent in their relationships. This is why I think the single season is so important and people take their time to heal and grow and be a person and have hobbies. You know what I mean? Like hobbies outside of their job and hobbies, excuse me like hobbies outside of their jobs and hobbies outside of their partners like what what do you like to do outside of your man and your work you know what I mean like what is it that you like to do because you see people who have codependent personalities get in relationships and of course they abandon their friends because they don't have shit else to do like they don't have any hobbies and they feel like this person is my life like I know people who I know I, I had a friend who was in a relationship and she was, you know, she had a she had an identity outside of being in a romantic relationship, but her partner did not. And so that mm. was a source of contention in their relationship because he would never be doing anything but her. But she had friends. She had hobbies. She had things outside of a relationship, outside of her relationship. And she was happy with him, but he didn't have any of those things. That's and, all a part of being um, on the same level with a partner, too. It's a good partner to her, but it was just like, you need to get a life. You need to yeah. get a life. But like, I, I feel like, like you should date people that you're on the same level with, sort of, kind of. Like, if you got X, Y, and Z outside of this person, they should at least have X and Y. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so that way, they, nobody feels like somebody ain't got time for me abandoned because they got stuff going on themselves including friends because I have friends it, it, and that's important too because to be honest with you my last relationship he didn't have friends like that mm-hmm. so um and that played a big role in me you know kind of not hanging with my friends like that because okay. I had friends and he didn't have friends like that so when I'm like oh my friends want to do this my friends want to do that you know he just has to say oh, okay we'll have fun but the way he said it was kind of like he didn't understand he, he didn't understand it exactly and then I'm out with my friends sitting here trying to okay after the show was over girl you want to go to get a drink now no nah, I need to go let's let's go back Aww. so that way I can get back to you and that ain't cool that's yeah. not cool you got to be with somebody that's like okay well if you want with your friends I'm about to call my homeboys you know what I'm saying or yeah. you chilling you know like and that was part of me saying and being in that relationship was a small portion of me telling friends or family, I can't hang with y'all, I can't come, Mm. because I'm trying to make sure he don't feel uh, lonely because he ain't got as many friends as me or as many hobbies as I do, you know? And so that's why you got to find somebody that kind of got the same type of stuff going on that you got going on. And, um, but that was just one part of it. The other part was a whole another story that I might still tee on and I don't want to go there because I, in that relationship, I just feel like this. I felt like if I wasn't hanging with him, some other things would be going down. So I had to make sure that all your free time was with me and that's not healthy neither. 
Okay. There was like a security aspect there too. Like I'm with you because I want to make sure your ass ain't in the streets kind of thing. Yep. Mm, that's I good did I did yeah. that too. That that see you giving this is this is a <laughs> conversation. These are things I didn't think I about. We did that. Yep. I was like, if you ain't with me, ain't no telling what you're doing. Oh, so no. when you off work, we we here. And then and then when you and then when I got tired of doing that, as as years went by, I really got tired of doing that. Yeah. And I got to a point where when I'm going to the thing with my sister or with my best friend or whatever, yeah. like, and if you just that on board and that's on you. And then when you text me, like, I'm like, all right, well, I'm leaving. Cause you know, I, these niggas do like text me when you leave or whatever. So yeah. I or when you get home. So yeah. I'm like, all right, such and such here. We about to go. He'll text back. Yep. Have fun. Like you kind of mad. I'm going. I don't have I time for this all of that, but attitude. I didn't. Like, exactly. I and I should have seen all of that, but I wasn't seeing it. And he's and dampening just, your mood and it's damn near like you're babysitting him to make sure he ain't up to no good or he keeping tabs on you because he ain't got shit else to do. Uh, it, it Definitely a good point on like healthiness of relationship. You know what I mean? Because on both sides, it's like, all right now. <laughs> like, right. we both got our reasons. <laughs> yep. Yep. I just want to throw that out there. <laughs> that's why I felt what I said when I started this conversation that I feel like the more mature you get in your dating life you you're probably not going to be a friend who just goes in the clouds when you get into a relationship you're going to find a healthy balance because it's just so easy to find a healthy balance he helps you find a balance you know okay. everything be cool so that it really does lead me to my next question that's the exact what I wanted to ask where is the balance (laughs) like how do you as a woman in a relationship now knowing the mistakes you've made in the past knowing the you know red flags in the past how do you find a balance between your friends and your partner um I just honestly I just do it come natural because because I introduced him to everybody and everybody's cool with him even friends to family church people whoever if it's something I want to do, I, I'm like, all right, let's go. And yep. if he can come too, he definitely be like, all right, can we, you know, can I go? Can we all go? Okay. <laughs> if not, okay. I just and love so, that he's so gun ho. <laughs> and so it's, just, it's so it's not hard to find a balance. And then I don't have friends that are so like, like I have friends that I'll probably talk to them and then I probably won't talk to them for another like two weeks. Mm-hmm. And then when I do talk to them, we act like it wasn't a two-week stand. It's just like, oh, girl, you know, like, ain't nothing happened, and I, you know? So that helps, too. And I feel like the more busier you get in life with things and whatnot, that's when friendships kind of go from fucking twice a week to yeah. once a week to once every three weeks or yeah. whatever like that. And honestly, I'm not mad at it. I understand you got, teams, you got a child, you got yep. a business, yep. just whatever. And then you understand I do, too. Yeah. So... But you do also understand that I do business with him. Like, yeah. I kick it with him. You know that. But when you want to kick it, I'm definitely down. Let's go. Where are we going? Yeah. Okay, I have, you. you bring up a good point, though, because, like, I have friends who I don't catch up with, like, on the phone or on FaceTime. It might be a month. It might be three months. It could be five months, but when we on, like, that don't, like, we obviously follow each other on socials and, you know, 
Right. They, they have a general yeah. idea of what's going on. But as far as our long conversation, two hour conversation, what's going on in your life? I have friends where we just pick pick right back up. Like, all right, bitch. So remember that one dude I told you about? Well, this yeah. is like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, and as we get older, I think it's just so amazing because like there's no hard feelings. Even as a single woman, like there's no hard feelings that I'm not, you know, like I said, I have one friend where me and her talk constantly, but for the most part, <laughs> like I like right. say this all the time. And I think that this is going to be kind of a thing when I get into my next relationship, because like I'm not used to having to talk to people like pretty much every day. Like I am so used to most of my friendships being like spread out where it's like, I don't have to talk to you every day like so I I do think there's going to be a little bit of a learning curve for me (laughs) when I get into a relationship (laughs) but um I do I do enjoy that we're to the point and to the maturity in our friendships where it is no hard feelings I know you have priorities like you said I know you got a business you got a man you got kids you got this you got that you know what I mean like I know you got shit going on and as long as you're still making me a priority I'm you know what I mean like I still want to be a priority in your life you know what I mean but I do think that that balance is important um let's kind of throw a little angle at this though what about the women who get in relationships and they man come everywhere with them like we at girls night and it's like we didn't we may not have explicitly said it's girls night but it's like oh we going to the bar and I I told you let's say I I pull up the flint and I'm like all right cousin Michelle we're going to the bar it's gonna be a b c and d and everybody I tell you that's coming is women so I might not explicitly say that it's girls night but everybody that I told you was coming is women and you show up with your man (laughs) I don't do that (laughs) I don't play those games because I've been, you know, places where it was all of us, we chilling, and then somebody showed up with their man. It's just like, it throws so the knew. dynamic. So before I made that mistake, I was like, I ain't doing that, because that ain't cool. It do mess with the dynamic, like, because everybody know <laughs> that when you, even if you are in a relationship, when you go out with your homegirls, you still in a relationship, but you might accept that free drink, you know uh-huh. what I'm saying? <laughs> And you know what? And it I was like fun the kind of men who so don't mind. You. <laughs> you know, so, so it, it, it do it mess up the whole dynamic. Like, yeah, because then it's like you, I don't even like to talk on the phone with my best friend if he's sitting right there, even if I'm not talking about him. <laughs> you get what I mean? Like, I swear, I I might not even be talking about him, but it's just like. But it's, there's an intimacy to the relationship. Yeah, and like, it's like, you're not going to have your friends be a window to your partner conversation. So exactly. why do you partner? Like, we might be talking about her business. We yeah. might be talking about just whatever, you know. Wait, wait, wait. Stuff. Let's get into it, though. Because I had this conversation with a girlfriend of mine. What about women in relationships who pillow talk to their men about your fucking business? Because <laughs> I've had this issue happen before. You go back and you tell your man about your friend's business. To an extent. To an extent. But I know she do it to me too. trust y'all relationship, girl. I told my friend this verbatim. I was like, certain shit that I tell you, your boyfriend is not entitled to. You are my friend. He don't get to know my hotels. Because what if I try to fuck on one of his friends? Now his friends is like, "Uh -uh." That's why why I said to an extent. You know, like if I, like I said, I don't like to talk to my friends in front of him mm-hmm. so if I just be like I'm gonna go in the back room and I'm gonna come find all you hear is ah, da, 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 you know I might come out to him and be like she's crazy you know and then if he say what happened I might be like 
I might give you a general summary, but I'm not going to go into no details or nothing mm. like that. And then I always tell him, don't tell her I told you that. Because <laughs> then some boyfriends will With bring up shit. This hasn't yeah. happened to me. But this hasn't happened to me neither. Some boyfriends will be like, yeah, you know, I heard about, you know, your situation where you got ghosted. So this is what, and it's like, hold the fuck up. I didn't even tell you about that. (laughs) Exactly. So that's why it's just like, but but to be honest with you, my dude had told me stuff about his friends too. Like he'd be, he'd be talking to them. They tell me what happened. He ain't going to details. And we got spilled the other day. Listen. I ain't gonna say no days, but we just had this conference another day. One of his friends was over, and his friend just kind of spilled his own tea while I was sitting there. And I'm just well, like, "What's different? Because you're sitting there." Yeah, so I was just sitting there, but I was listening. But that's their conversation, right? And so then he asked me, "What did I think about it as a female?" Okay. And then he, and so, and then my dude was just like, "Oh yeah, I ain't told her that part of the story." basically admitting I told her a little bit but she don't know all that (laughs) you know and so he was just like it's cool it's whatever and then to be honest with you my best friend she we got into deep conversations with my dude in the room and right he'd be like he'd tell her that he know about some stuff and she'd be like it's whatever I don't care and go into depth just to get a male perspective but I but if she spilled her own tea she spilled her own tea but I may have told him a general And I might even say, don't bring it up in front of her. But if she bring it up herself, then here he go. Oh, yeah, oh. I heard about. Oh. <laughs> See, now he's snitching on you, though, Michelle. Now he's snitching on you. Now she know. Mm. So she did tell him. Well, we do. But like I said, as, best, as besties, we do know that we've been told each other's dudes and stuff. See, and I'm cool with that. I, I got to call a flag on the play because... And and I, I feel like when I'm in a relationship, I, I probably will have a different flip. perspective on You're this. You're definitely going to slip up and tell him some of your friends. See, but that's the thing. I have to know as a single woman that if I tell a woman who is married or in her, because married women are the worst culprits. They love a gossip, okay? <laughs> they will tell their husband, well, it's it's my husband. We we, we got to share everything. You don't have to tell him who I'm hooked up with. Like, See, that's what I said, in a general, but you're definitely, I'm telling you, you're going to catch yourself doing it. And, it's, and then it's just like, you just going to catch yourself doing it. I'm telling I probably you. will. I'm going to be honest. But I, I ideally, I know that my partner, like, this is the thing. And now, obviously, like, I have this platform. People tell me things all the time. Actually, a friend just caught me out the other day. They were like, why didn't you tell me X, Y, and Z about our mutual friend? And I'm like, because it wasn't my business to tell. Like, I am good for faking. Or, like, I've gotten caught up before where someone was like, oh, um, I heard this about this person. And I was like, oh, my God, really? Like, I'm putting on my best actress, you know, whatever. And they were like, wait, they told me they told you. I was like, oh, yeah, they did. <laughs> like, I am good for faking some shit because, like, I don't want to be the one where... But you want to know some other tea, though? If sometimes when your friend called me and I'm giving her advice, sometimes that advice came from him from a male's perspective mm. and I'm just kind of feeding it back to her as if I made that up mm. but really I got it from him and then she like oh I didn't even think about that and I'd be like yep but really but I got a general scenario 
by him I think and I think that is levels I think there are certain things like I bring up the example of like we go on a girl's trip and let's say one of our homegirls you know she she smashed three dudes on the island you don't go back to your man and tell him that somebody on the trip smashed three dudes in one trip you know what I mean like that's the kind of like but I feel like women just be talking and it's like because as a single woman one thing that I don't want you to do is go back and tell your man stuff and then when I try to get on his friends it's like nah I heard when they went on vacation you know what I mean like y'all 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 be sabotaging and shit don't be telling that nigga my business <laughs> like I don't like, say oh, is you're gonna slip and do it now that extreme like oh specifically such and such slept with one two and three on this trip babe. like that I might have said I might say something like, "Oh, the trip was lit." Something got more wild others, but the trip was lit. You know, but that's what I would say. Um, oh, so and yeah. so had a great time. I, I'll say her name. Yeah, I like, hey, like she that. Had a great time, and I'm gonna yeah. leave it at that. Yep. But because yeah. he ain't gonna ask, dang, what she do? He just gonna be like, oh, "Okay, well, I'm glad I have fun." I have just I had this conversation with a girlfriend before and I was just like I I have to be mindful of the things that I say to you because I know your boyfriend's going to know you know what I mean it, it just it is what it is it just is like you, said, if you really like, trust that friend don't do that don't do it because me and my best friend she had told me everything but she know I'm not gonna go tell him yeah so you know because a lot of times you talking to your best friend is therapy for once one or the other or both yeah yeah and so you just gotta know your friend. There's like, a trust even if she gotta too. tell you, don't tell your man about this. You know what I'm saying? Because we definitely we just told our friends stuff about our man and be like, don't tell him. I told you that though. You know? Of course, <laughs> you 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 bring up a good point because we do go to our friends about our relationships, and it is a hundred percent. But see, I feel like the friends know. You know, you not when we in the room. Don't go tell that man how I complain about the fact that he don't never put his socks in the dirty hamper. You a friend knows not to bring that shit up, but exactly. the boyfriends they be like, yeah, you know, Michelle told me. I'm just like, nigga, shut up. <laughs> exactly so all i have to say is as the single friend listen y'all be mindful of what you tell these relationships girls because they will spoil your business but yeah no you make good points sometimes i when my girl is around like her man or whatever like i'll just be like sometimes i will ask for his perspective sometimes you do need just like i'm bringing you on the single people show about yeah, you know relationships you do need a different perspective so sometimes it works out but yeah um so we were talking about like finding a balance before um and so you talked about it from a relationship perspective as the single woman perspective I feel like my thing is I'm not going to press you but I am going to make it clear that I still expect to spend time with you so for me the balance is like I said I'm gonna give you the honeymoon stages I'm gonna give you those first couple of months and then after that it's gonna be like okay like if I have to schedule you I will absolutely schedule you you know what I mean but it's really gonna be like okay can we can we keep a standing brunch you know reservation every six weeks you know something like that me and, me and one of my friends definitely did that we would we said once a month we go on to Sagano. So when the new when the new month roll in, you know, at some point it might not be the first of the month, but you know, mm-hmm. I might notice like, oh dang, it's February. Let me text her and say, would that when we going to Sagano, you know, and if she say yes. the last day in February, I you know. I, <laughs> I mean I love we did it since the pandemic though, because everything was closed and we right. you know, 
to be. But I'm sure when everything opens back up, we probably will. Like, okay, we got to catch the best of God knows, girl. But that's both people being intentional. And I think that that was one of my biggest points is like, romantic relationships family relationships friend relationships all your relationships require nurturing and intention and support and this type of balance is the perfect example of that you know what I mean like we may not always make our six-week mark or whatever but both of us are intentional about the fact that uh we gotta catch up because I know that we need to see what's going on I know we need to nurture our relationship you know what I mean? Right. I know I'm not your number one priority anymore, but I am still a priority, you know? And right now, it's a great time. We can do virtual dates, virtual happy hours. Turn up, you know? <laughs> right. Me and my best like, friend, we do that now all the time. She's the only friend I got that I talk to, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, more than once a week. Yeah. And even if it's just a quick text or I seen her post something on Facebook and even though I left a comment on Facebook, I still might text her like, girl, you was cute, you know, yeah, you, yeah. you know, and then, you know, or, and then it might get to a point where it's like, I haven't seen your face. I'm popping up on you, you know, just yeah. come outside. We definitely yeah. have done that. That's but so that's the balance. You just get in where you fit in. That's how I well, feel. well, let me ask you this then. Do you feel like single women should expect our friends to disappear for those honeymoon stages or you do you feel like we should we should make it clear in those first 90 days I still expect <laughs> you to keep me as a priority I don't got to be the priority but you you know I still expect that well, or should we just give you y'all space it, I feel like it depends on which friend you know like it, I feel like it just depends on which friend because I do feel like you should just understand I'm probably gonna go a little ghost because I did, that's I, that's how I felt. After I did it once before, well, mm-hmm. no, twice before, I was like, next time one of my friends do it to me, I, I get it, whatever. Okay. But then, like I told you, the more I started to mature in relationships, um, no, I don't get it. I'm probably gonna try to make. I probably, I might try to make sure that she's in a healthy relationship because okay. you know, let me make sure she's not being not ghosting for you know, for some, right? Or, you know, so. Yeah, so, um, but like I said, it depends on what friend. If it's a friend you have for a long time, she probably would get it and be like, girl, do you? If it's yeah. a newer friend, that newer friend might not get you like that and want more. Yeah. So I think you just gotta know your friend and base it off of the friend. One thing that irritates me, and we can wrap this up in a minute, but one thing that irritates me, this is my last gripe, <laughs> is um, I know some some women in relationships like that, will drop off the phone with you immediately when their man calls am I being ridiculous or what because this irritates me and I'm gonna tell you why hear me out for a second so let's say like me and you cousin Michelle like let's say you know me and you only catch up every three months and me you get on the phone we've been on the phone for about 30 minutes at this point and your boyfriend calls and you're like I gotta call you back my man's on the phone I know women <laughs> this happens to me all there are a couple women in my life that do this to me all the time and so it irritates the fuck out of me because I'm like first of all I don't even talk to you all the time like is it is it asking for too much that a woman in a relationship like just stay on the phone with me someone that they don't talk to and see every day like because I think it's different if like if he's on his way like like one of the one of the people like most times the man is on his way to her house or he's bringing her food or something so she needs to talk to him and you know like give her order or go let him in the house or whatever so like that's different but like 
women will literally drop off the phone. We be in the middle of a conversation. Oh, my man calling. I'm gonna call you back. And then you don't hear from them until the next meetup in three months. And it's like, bitch, like, what are you doing? If that irritates me. This could just be my single girl, you That's know, rude. perspective. Right. But- First man is rude, especially if there's no real reason. If I'm on the phone with my friend and he called me, um, I, I probably would know what he's calling for. You get what I mean? Like, if I, like, if I just, like, if we was just together and he walked out the house or, you know, drove off or whatever, and mm-hmm. then he called, now I'm going to assume that, you know, he left something or, you know, like, what happened? I might say, hold on, mm-hmm. or let me call you right back because I might assume, wait, what happened? What you, what you back for? Right. But if, like, he just, you know, like, I don't know. Like, if he's calling just to call, he can wait. I'll see you later. I'm, talking to I'm you. a verbose <laughs> person. So I feel like bitches just be wanting to get off the phone with me. But that's all you had to say. Like, when he called, just, like, my whole thing is, like, if my dude is calling, and I will literally be on the phone, and, like, one of the guys I'm dating will call me, and I'll be like that nigga can wait (laughs) but obviously I'm casually dating so there's not as much but I feel like even more so you're in a relationship I feel like that nigga can definitely wait because you see him all the time and then too I might put you know I might put you on speaker or whatever and text him like something happened what's wrong or I'm gonna call you back and then he might just like all right or I'm calling you because I left my keys or you know and I'm like oh okay you know exactly like is it really that was my whole thing like is it really that hard to just be like hold on let me see what he want but it's always my man call it and it's like your priorities are so clear right now and I am definitely like you know obviously I'm not number one on the priority list but it's like damn bitch but you know what Michelle I'm gonna be honest I'm a petty person and when I get in a relationship I have just been keeping mental notes (laughs) That's that Virgo petty. That's that Virgo petty, honey, okay? Like, I have been keeping mental notes. Like, ooh, I can't wait till I get in a man and start telling... I can't wait till I get a man and start telling so-and-so. I'm gonna drop off the phone right in the middle of a real important part of the conversation. Be like, ooh, my man calling. I'm gonna call you back, bitch. Like, I'm such an asshole. (laughs) But it's like, I've been keeping... Or or the people that, you know what I mean, want to abandon you until they, you know, until they man not busy no more. I'm gonna just be like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm... I'm busy I'm hanging out with my man because here's the thing I'm so independent that it, there, there's going to be times where I'm not going to want to be with my partner either I'm gonna be at home because I'm I'm an extrovert and an introvert so I do need recharge mm-hmm. time so I'm on a cusp so I definitely need recharge time so I'm aware that I am going to need my own space even when I'm married I already envisioned my she shed or like my my princess palace or my room that is separate for me to watch my shows and do my thing I'm going to need my recharge time time by myself and I know I'm going to need that when I'm with a partner but you better believe I got a hit list it's certain people that's going to get hit with that oh I'm going out with my boyfriend I can't and I'm gonna be sitting my ass at home by myself okay (laughs) but I just petty petty. (laughs) it it just really irritates me that like women will be like you don't invite me out no more bitch you only want to be invited out because you better show dude like girl fuck you you ain't you don't come back and forth to me like that nah sis (laughs) but we'll go ahead and wrap up the segment Now it's time for our dating tip of the week. We have a guest, and as always, it is the guest choice. So, Michelle, what do you have for us? My dating tip of the week is to be honest 
with yourself and with your partner. And what I mean by that, like you, like, I can't stress it enough because I definitely lied plenty of times to try to keep the relationship moving. You know what I mean? Like, I dated a dude, like, I'm a Christian. I definitely, I don't hide that. I go to church and stuff. Mm -hmm. I dated a dude who was in church too, but he was super in church. And so Mm -hmm. I'm sitting here on a date lying, acting like I listen to gospel music all day and I don't. You know, I'm sitting here acting like... I'm sitting there acting like I'm gonna sit here and be celebrating stuff and I knew I didn't want to like yeah <laughs> and so and then even in other stuff like I'm sitting here acting like you know uh oh this one guy he worked out a lot you know I do go to the gym now and stuff like that I don't have a problem going to the gym when I got goals mm-hmm. so, I'm like oh yeah I'll go and so now <laughs> then, like two weeks in I'm like I'm tired oh my god <laughs> But we will, you you definitely find yourself low-key sitting on the phone or sitting at that first date. He telling you this and you're like, oh, yeah, I like that too. Or, you know, like acting like you can adjust to his lifestyle. No, mm. well. that's not going to work for you. But you want this man so bad. Mm. Be honest with yourself. Don't be, be trying to be him. a chameleon. Because if that's a, whatever the case may be is a deal breaker. It wasn't for you, sis. Yep. Yep. So you got to have somebody that's just like on a good balance with you. I don't yeah. like, that's what I love too about my new relationship is that I don't feel like I got to hide nothing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't have to feel like. You don't have to bring your representative. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. I love it. Dating tip of the week. All right, guys, we are going to move into Down in the DMs. This is a segment where you guys reach out to me, send me questions, um, listener letters, the whole nine. Um, there was a interesting conversation that took place on uh, the Instagram page for Listen to Your Single Friend. <laughs> and I wanted to just read it to you guys really quickly. So what I asked was uh, the day of a date, um, it's 4 p.m. and your date is planned for 7 p.m. You haven't talked to your date today. What's your next move? So, Michelle, give us your perspective on this. <laughs> I'm going to still get dressed. <laughs> Assuming this is a first date or this is like very early in dating, this ain't your man. You still going to get dressed? Definitely. Assuming that first date and the plans is for 7 and it's 4 p.m. and I haven't heard from him, I'm still going to get dressed. Because I've been, I've dealt with people that, you know, they was like, you know, because I don't want, you know, he might pull up at 6.45 and you're not ready. So then I just, so am I supposed to be like, oh, I didn't think we was going because I ain't heard from you all day. Mm-hmm. I'm going to still go and see what it's about. And yes, I used to be that dater that went on dates for free meals. So I'm going to still go <laughs> to see what it's about. But no, but, and then if it's, and then if it was a, you know, if I got set up, then I'm gonna take some cute pictures, put it on Instagram, <laughs> and either take my clothes back off or I might go out. <laughs> I'll still go. See, by 4 p.m., and so someone brought up a good point. How long ago was the date confirmed? If we made plans a week ago, I need you to check in with me. I'm gonna assume we're not going. That's like, a, that's a good point. That is a good point. How in advance was the date? Now, we were just on the phone last night, and he said, I'm gonna take you to the restaurant tomorrow at seven. Exactly. Oh. That's different. Now, that I, I will probably get dressed. I still, 
do I still need assurance? I feel like I might still need a little assurance, but I would have already started getting dressed though. So my thing would be like, oh, I'm headed out the house. At, like, I still kind of want to talk to you before I actually get in my car. But if we make these plans the night before, but see in early stages, I don't let men plan stuff that short notice. So for me, it's usually been a couple days since a day has been planned. And so I do need your ass to check in with me. It's for, it, I'm gonna be honest, cousin, 4 p.m. the day of, and you planned this date days ago, and I haven't heard from you today. I'm hot at four o'clock. Like, yeah, not only days am I ago, thinking definitely. that this is not happening, I'm pissed the fuck off. <laughs> like, days ago, I'm mad too. Days ago, if I didn't hear from you, and you know, I'm probably deleted your number by now. <laughs> like, you may have planned the date, and we may have talked between, let's say the date was planned on, for Friday. We talked. Monday, you you plan the date on Tuesday. We talk Wednesday and Thursday, but on Friday, I'm still expecting you to acknowledge the date itself. Like I'm still expecting, excuse me, I'm still expecting to talk to you about the date. I'm still expecting you to say like, you know, so excited about tonight, or you know, we're still good for yeah. seven, that kind of thing. A couple if of other things. A, if I just get a good morning, beautiful. I will assume we're going out. But that's the thing. (laughs) Like, if you say good morning, beautiful, it needs to be can't wait to see you tonight. Like, that's enough for me. But if you don't acknowledge on Friday that we are we we have plans, because like it's happened to me, and a couple girls mentioned it in the comments. Like, men will absolutely plan dates and have for some reason they just don't have intentions to follow up. Like, and I don't understand it, and I don't try to understand it, but it's like the fuck, dude. Like, you're not even gonna try to follow up with me. Like, and like I had one of my huh. You only had one time when a dude um like didn't follow up but we still went he didn't follow up but we still went so that's maybe that's why I have that perspective but yeah one of my friends the guy texted her but he didn't bring up the date at all like he texted her that whole day and didn't bring up the date at all and she was like well I guess she's just not going and it's like and that was so weird to me too because like you did hit her up and you've been hitting her up but you haven't brought up the date you know what I mean like I don't like that passive shit like if you plan a date like follow up with me and say all right we still good for this blah 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 blah. like check in with me I have gotten caught up before though because see this was but this was something I don't normally do this was like two years ago and I was like I was just dating like crazy and this guy I had met him at a lounge the night before and ugh, it's so irritating me with like men be watching you but then they try to talk to you on your way out the club like you should have said something you should have said something when you saw me so he grabs me before we like head out or whatever and I'm like dude we about to go because you know when it's time to go it's time to go and so I'm like we about to go or whatever I was like here take my number hit me up and he said can I take you out tomorrow and I said yeah just text me so I had already said yeah before he walked out the door. Albeit I was drunk, but I had already said yeah. So then when he's texting me, he's like, yeah, let's meet up here, blah, 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 blah. So I don't know how much, I think we had made those plans that night. I really don't remember. My, my, my The drunkenness makes this story a little fuzzy, but I do remember not hearing from him for a certain amount of time. And thank God the date was only 15 minutes away because he was coming from Maryland, which is like a good, 40 minute drive and I think he texted me something to the effect of oh I'm I'm pulling up in five minutes so then I'm like oh shit <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, I'm like 
See, I that's why I was like, I was half dressed because it's like it's. I'm not picking up a makeup brush. I might my hair might be done. I might be like lotioned up and fresh out the shower, but I'm not picking up a fucking makeup brush until I hear something. And there was something about the time frame, and. He finally texted me. He didn't text me that he was like, I was kind of expecting to hear from him when he was leaving Maryland. Cause you got 40 minutes. That gives me plenty of time to get dressed. Now he was like, right. yeah, I'll pull up in five minutes. I'm like, fuck. Thank God that place was only 15 minutes away from me because yes, I was very late to that date. And yes, that was, that was an interesting one. So I've, I've seen it on both sides. I have seen it on both sides, yeah. but I was saying, I was going to say like, are you against women being the one to reach out at 4 PM and just saying, Hey, are we still going or do you think that they shouldn't have to say anything at all nope I'm at a point where I feel like everybody needs to grow up if you want to know if we going just text him and say are we going mm-hmm. and if he don't respond or whatever you block you know or his number is deleted okay if you really care that much you know that, that's what I said I'm going to dress and if I really want to know and I ain't have I think all right, we are going to move into trivia. I love trivia. It's my favorite segment of the show. So, Michelle, this trivia is going to be answered on next week's episode. So, don't answer this, okay? Uh, okay, I'll write it in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, the trivia is when it comes to whether or not dating apps are a good resource for finding true love. Blank percent of women think they're making it harder to find love. Does that make sense? So blank percent of women feel like dating apps makes it harder to find true love. The options are A, 20%, B, 85%, C, 68%, or D, 43%. You'll have to wait until next week's episode to get the answer. All right, guys, it's time to close out the show. Thank you so much, cousin, this for coming, hanging out with this me. This was my pleasure. It was so much fun. I love this. this. I think about this podcast all the time. Thank like, you. I just did the nails shop, and I'm just like, yes, yeah, so my cousin got this podcast called, and it's like, I love that. I'm like, right? You know? <laughs> yes put me on cousin promote me okay I am so happy I think this was such a good conversation and when the topic came to mind I was like I knew I was going to get you on a show but I hadn't necessarily come up with your topic yet I was like oh this is perfect because Michelle got a man and we need a girl in a relationship to balance out my singleness (laughs) so this is great I think you gave such great insight I'm super excited about this thank you so much for coming on the show Um, everybody thank you so much for listening as usual make sure to review the show rate subscribe and I will see you guys next time hey.